This is Kay Did That from LA. You're listening to Girls Make Beats Podcast. This is Mac Beats from Boston, and you're listening to the Girls Make Beats Podcast. What's up? This is DJ Blue from LA, and you're listening to the GMB Podcast Women's History Month edition. Welcome to the Girls Make Beats Podcast. This is a podcast produced by girls for girls. Girls Make Beats is a nonprofit organization that empowers girls by expanding the female presence of music producers, DJs, and audio engineers. Hey girls, this is Mac Beats. I'm a producer and DJ from Boston, and I'm 16 years old. Hey girls, what's up? It's Kay Did That. I'm a producer, DJ, and I'm 13 from LA. What's up? I'm DJ Blue. I'm 17 years old, and I'm from LA. How's everything going, Kate? Did that? I haven't seen you since the GMB winter session. It's going good. I just want to get more into like the program and do more things. I DJed for my mom's grand opening. So that was pretty fun. How about you? That's really awesome. Okay. That's what's up. Um, I'm doing good. I'm really excited to be here today and to have this conversation with you. Yes. How's Women's History Month in Boston? Um, it's going pretty good. I feel like in school, there's a bunch of projects that are focus around women, which is great to see, which we don't often do. Um, so that's been exciting. Yeah, that's good. What about you? How's everything with Women's Month in LA? Um, I really haven't been outside really, but I know it's LA. I know they have something big planned for women's. Um, so I think that's really good. And I've been seeing like, you know, commercials and stuff about girls. I think that's really good that they're empowering women. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's, it's a great month. March is Women's History Month, so today we are going to be discussing and honoring Women's History Month and highlighting the talented Billboard women in music. So ladies, let's give some facts about women's history. Did you girls know Women's History Month is a celebration of women's contributions to history, culture, and society? It has been observed annually in the month of March in the United States since 1987. Women's History Month is a dedicated month to reflect on often overlooked contributions of women to United States history. The timeline of women's history milestones stretches back to the founding of the United States. The actual celebration of Women's History Month grew out of a week-long celebration organized by the Sonoma School District in California in 1978. So I think that's really dope that a school organized Women's History Month, I would have thought like maybe the government or something, but for a school to have that much impact is really dope. What do you think? That's really cool. And I think that's inspiring too, because it shows how um, big things can start in little places. That's really cool. Did you know that in 1980, President Jimmy Carter declared the week of March 8th as National Women's History Week? Then the following year, it became a national holiday. Six years later, the Congress expanded the event to the entire month of March. International Women's Day, a global celebration of economic, political, and social achievements of women, took place for the first time on March 8, 1911. But I feel like that's super dope. Like, just recognizing women's achievements is just amazing. What do you think? Yeah, I think this holiday is great. Um, Although we should be celebrating women all day all days of the year it's great to have this day because oftentimes we are overlooked so it's great to have a day dedicated to us to um focus on our achievements and yeah it's really great and hopefully one day we won't need this holiday 
and it'll just be natural to celebrate women and their achievements. Women's rights to vote didn't happen until 1920, which was about 72 years after the first Women's Right Convention. That's way too long. It's crazy to think about that. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like it should have happened instantly, or I feel like it should have never happened in the beginning. Like, I don't feel like we should have to fight to have rights because women do so much, even now. So I can imagine how much they did, you know, back then without there being so much technology. So, yeah, I feel like that's really crazy. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's crazy to think about that, that the women at the first convention were no longer alive once the, the 19th Amendment was ratified, which is really sad to think about. Another milestone occurred on December 1st, 1955. Rosa Parks refused to give up her seat to white men on a bus in Montgomery. This move helped launch the civil rights movement. She she had every right to, you know, get not give up her seat. I feel like the way they treated black women or women in general was like not right. And especially since her being black, I don't really feel like it had anything to do with her being a woman, but for her being black, and especially she's a woman and it's a white man. Um, I feel like she had no power and for her doing that, I feel like she's very um inspirational and it makes me you know want to do good by myself and it, it makes me feel like you know I can do the same stuff she did like even now racism and just being a woman in general you have to do a lot of things for men like if you notice there's not a lot of women football leagues and stuff and I know there's a lot of women that like to play football so I feel like that's really dope that she did that yeah it's really inspiring she was a minority in in two ways Uh, she was a woman and she was black and she still um, chose to stand up for what's right and that's amazing because it just it helps us see that we can accomplish things and Did you know that in 1960, the FDA approved the first commercially produced birth control pill in the world? This finally allowing women to control when and if they have children. I think it definitely should have came a lot sooner, but better late than never. So I'm happy to hear about that. And I'm sure that was a very pleasant experience. I'm sure there are women everywhere celebrating. I know I'm definitely grateful for it because there are lots of women today who sometimes feel like they don't have a choice or they having kids may not be the safest option for them. So it's good that, you know, they have a way out or like a choice to choose. That makes sense. I don't know if it's good or bad because, you know, they could, it could be men controlling it for them, telling them to take a pill or not to take a pill. So I don't feel like they really had much control, even though that was the intention. Yeah, I think it could be interpreted in different ways. Um, but if women had the choice to take it or not, then it def- benefit women in a great way. Another huge milestone occurred on June 10th, 1963, when President John F. Kennedy signed into law the Equal Pay Act, prohibiting sex-based wage discrimination between men and women, performing the same job in the same workplace. I think this is huge because this allowed women to be able to make the same amount of money and move on without having to rely on a man because they probably had more money. And this... Is great. I think this is huge and it's definitely started to be, for people to notice that um, 
there was not equal pay, but we're still fighting for this in 2022. So it started people to notice that's a problem, but it definitely didn't fix the problem. Totally. I totally agree. I feel like it was um, big of John F. Kennedy to, you know, be a man and to say that and create that law. But the same time, I feel like people are, they feel men, they feel like they don't have to listen to that rule because it's like we're women, you know, what can we do? But it's really great that we have that law. So if that does happen, you know, we have something to lean back on. In 1981, Sandra Dake O'Connor is sworn in as the first woman to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court. I feel like that's so amazing because it's a night to 1981 for one woman to be in the Supreme Court. And now we have judges that are women and all type of stuff. And I feel like that's so, so, so inspiring because I want to be a lawyer and I feel like and me looking back, like now we have all these rights and we can do a lot more. But it's pretty sad looking back, seeing that you like a lot of black women or a lot of women couldn't do the things that we can do now. I totally agree with that. It's a huge milestone. She was the first representation for us when making laws. She was a woman at the table to you know fight for us and think about us when men wouldn't necessarily think about how laws would affect us. So having her there helped us in creating laws that affected us and was a form of inspiration for young girls to think that they can be in the Supreme Court and do jobs that men are doing. I agree. In 1983, Sally Ride became the first American woman in space flying on the space shuttle Challenger. Like I said before, just having a woman there working um, at NASA and doing things that haven't been done before, well, as a woman, is a great form of inspiration for young girls to know that they can do that too. Yeah, totally. Me looking back at it now, it's inspiring so I can imagine how inspiring it was to young girls back at that age. So, yeah, totally. I feel like we can do a lot more. Maybe we'll have the first woman to land on Mars. Totally agree. We're always accomplishing new things. 2013, the U.S. military removes a ban against women serving in combat positions. Um, I wonder what the intentions were of that. Was it because they wanted to give women um, an opportunity or because they needed more people to serve? Not necessarily because they were women and they wanted to give them a fair chance. I'm just curious where and why. What was the purpose? Yeah, totally, because... You know, I, looking back, I never saw, like, you know, a lot of, even though it wasn't that long ago, like, you still never see that many women fighting in the military. So, like, yeah, I agree with what you said, like, what was their intentions? Also, in 2016, Hillary Clinton became the first woman to receive a presidential nomination from a major political party. I think that's awesome. I think that's super cool. I think girl power, like, I just, I love to see it. Like, yeah, that's something that makes me proud. Just recently in 2021, Kamala Harris was sworn in as the first woman and first woman of color to be vice president of the United States. 
that was such a special moment in her history. I feel like that was such an inspiring moment. I remember watching it from the car and I just love seeing it and knowing that a bunch of young girls have such great representation to look up to, especially in the political parties. I think that's a beautiful thing. Now that she's the vice president, maybe in the future we might have a woman that's the president. So that's really major to look at her being the vice president and maybe one day thinking that I could be president or another vice president. The day of the induction ceremony, like looking at her up there and thinking that that could be me at some point in the future. And um, we just talked about Geraldine Ferraro, and she was probably an inspiration to Kamala Harris, you know, because she was um, a nominee in 1984. Maybe if Geraldine wasn't a nominee, maybe Kamala Harris wouldn't be vice president right now. I think it just shows how strong women really are and how... Um, resilient we are because no matter what we're faced no matter what um oppression we're faced with we just continue to thrive continue to fight for our rights and continue to win no matter what so it's like each year we're constantly growing and making new achievements and the world is starting to wake up and realize like women we're not just like these little weak baby beings we can do everything and more yeah. Looking over these milestones, we just keep progressing and accomplishing more and more. And it's amazing to see. Yeah. How much does women's representation impact you? Um, It impacts me a lot, actually. Seeing more women in different fields, it inspires me to want to be in those fields. And it makes me feel that I can accomplish that. Um, for example, I went to a um, FBI teen academy during February vacation. And there was so many women there, and it, I didn't expect that. Honestly, what I see um, on TV and stuff like that, you don't see women in those fields. But seeing them in real life and having the job that they have and them excelling in what they do is a huge inspiration. And it just motivates me to keep doing what I'm doing and do better. You know? Representation personally impacts me because... It's important to see people that you can relate to in the positions that you want to be in because that makes me feel like it's possible for me to do the same thing. Listening to their stories and how they got to where they got to be and hearing that's kind of like how I feel at the moment and seeing how they overcame that and still were able to thrive and do whatever it is that they chose to do. I think that's something that's really inspiring and really important just for everyone in general. How does women's representation impact you? So um, I think it impacts me by just having an open mind and not being closed-minded to different opportunities. Like, for instance, like if I was offered to be in the FBI Teen Academy, I would have been, you know, probably like, well, maybe they won't have a lot of girls. But seeing all these achievements now, I'm thinking everybody, any girl can do whatever a man can do what you normally wouldn't think they would do a lot of the times well in in the music field we see a lot of men you know as producers djs so at first i didn't really think of 
music being something that I could do just because of what we see, you know, um, on Instagram, on YouTube, or even in real life when you go to parties and stuff, you usually see um, male DJs. But now in 2020 and all the way up to 2022, I've been seeing more female re- representation um, and especially with Girls Make Beats. When I found out about it, that there's a whole organization focused on um, helping girls and showing representation in the music field, that made me feel great. Like I really felt like I could do this and succeed and seeing um, the teachers um, and learning about the things that they've accomplished is just amazing. Yeah, that too. When I first found out about the program, I thought it was going to be a program for girls, but not taught by girls. So I was kind of nervous. But then now that I'm in it, I see more DJs that I wouldn't see. Like the only girl DJ I really like knew of was DJ Charisma. And now that I'm in this program, I see a lot of women that have inspired me to want to be in this program and get more involved in the program. So I really thank this program for having this type of, you know, opportunity for girls, young girls, and not it just being in one city or one state, but like everywhere. It's a great opportunity to meet new people. And I like how you said that about the teachers being female as well. Um, being taught by someone you can relate to is great because you can feel comfortable asking questions and you can feel that there's like a genuine interest in Yes. Yeah. Speaking of women in music, do you see the Billboard Women's in the Music Awards? Not only did I get to see the Billboard Women in Music Awards show, I got to see it live because I actually went with our GMB mentors, Miss Tiffany Stitches and Miss Witt. And oh my gosh, you guys, it was so amazing. The whole experience from just arriving there to leaving was absolutely incredible there were so many performances so many strong inspiring women in the room and the energy there was just something I have never felt before it was so powerful and just being able to witness that firsthand was so beautiful and I can't wait to see us on that stage one day amazing I loved it it was super dope to see a whole bunch of women just out and expressing their music and different kinds of music. It's great to see it all in one show, all, all that power. Yes for, yes. for those that don't know, the Billboard Women in Music Awards is an annual event held by Billboard. The main award is Women of the Year, established to recognize women in the music industry who have made significant con- contributions to the business and who, through their work, continued success, inspire generations of women within the field. Billboard Women in Music started back in 2007. This award show is only 15 years old, and it is totally necessary. Why do you think it's necessary to celebrate women and contribute to the music business? Um, I think it's necessary because I feel like women in the music industry are so underrated. Probably a couple years ago, we did not have a lot of, you know, new women music artists. And now all we see is new music artists that are women. So that's super dope. And it's very inspirational to see all those women on the stage doing things that I feel like I can do. Yeah, having them all on the stage together is amazing. Um, It's a great opportunity for women to come together and celebrate each other. 
and, you know, just have all the energy in one room and hyping each other up. It's great. And sharing, you know, the work that has been created, music, dance, all that stuff put together. It's- Let's go ahead and recap the show and highlight some of these amazing women who keep making history. Or should I say her story? What was your favorite part of the show? Okay, did that? I like Summer Walker's um, performance. I love her music. She's just so calming. What about you, Magnets? I loved Saweetie's performance. I love Closer and her outfit. I love gold. It was perfect. <laughs> um, yeah, it was great. The dance moves were on point. Yeah, no, definitely. I love Sweetie because she's from California and she's just from Washington. She has a big knee. Like, she's just so dope. I love her nails. I love her outfits. Yeah, and the, um, the speech she gave after she spoke, um, she said, they can de- debut us, but one thing they can't do is ignore us. I would rather keep changing the weather than report it. I, I love that. That was so clever and I think it yeah. makes a lot of people. And I feel like that means to just be your own you and be the best you, you know, instead of trying to be somebody else or discussing somebody else. Yeah. So, yeah, she's very inspirational. Yeah. So, Sweetie's mom, I was about to say, her speech, too, was amazing. It was so funny. Sweetie's mom is, like, so gorgeous, too, like they both are. And also, yeah, seeing Sweetie on the stage, she's very well-spoken and her confidence just kind of speaks volumes. So that was something that was very inspiring too. And she seems like such a genuine person. So it was really cool to see her. The one that I feel meant the most to me was Doja Cat was there and she performed. Um, she actually sang a song. I think everyone was like instructed to only do one song, but I was just really excited for her to just be there in general because I've been wanting to see her perform live for so long and she definitely delivered. But also there were like some amazing speeches. I remember um, this one artist, she was being honored that night. Her name is Phoebe Bridgers. I listen to her all the time. Um, her mom actually presented her award to her and she just gave this amazing speech about her daughter and how, um, basically how her life went and how she got to where she is now. And I found it something that was very inspiring too. So Summer Walker won the Chart Topper Award. Girls Need Love, that became her first top 40 entry on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100 chart, following a remix featuring Drake. Her debut studio album, Over It, had a U.S. top 20 single, Playing Games. Over It also debuted at number two on the Billboard 200 chart, breaking the record for the biggest streaming debut week ever for female R&B artists. Her most recent release, Still Over It, debuted as number one on the Billboard 200. Looking at her stats, I definitely see why Summer won the Chart Topper Award. Yes, definitely. I feel like she deserved the award. She has a lot of songs that I know a lot of girls, a lot of females know, even males. I know a lot of men that listen to her music. So I feel like she's very dope and she earned it. I feel like every girl that got an award at the award show, I feel like they earned it. They're amazing. There were a bunch of amazing women at that show. Just fun to see. So Doja Cat won the Powerhouse Award. Magbeast, what does it mean to be a powerhouse artist to you? To me, to be a powerhouse artist, it means just to bring energy and 
be able to change people's mood. That's what I feel. Um, what do you What do you think? To me, being a powerhouse artist means that you dare to be different and stand outside the box. It means that you're going to do your own thing and what truly speaks to you no matter what. And I feel like Doja Cat definitely represents that. Not just in her music, but in her clothes too. In the way she um, sets up her stages. Like she has these huge elaborate productions um, with these beautiful sets that I really admire. Her dances, her choreography. Like she really goes hard for her craft. But not only that, but like looking at her from where she started and where she is now it's just like each thing she puts out everything she does you could see the growth in every single project she does and i just think that's something that's so inspiring and it makes me feel so proud of her too so yeah i I think she definitely deserved that award Mm -hmm. yeah i agree she definitely embraces um who she is Sometimes I even forget that she's an artist. I look at her TikTok sometimes and yeah. she is just, she's just like all of us. She does, she does like silly videos and stuff. And I, I like watching that. I feel like I really know her almost like for friends. <laughs> I feel like to be a powerhouse artist is just to be you. Like if you see Doja Cat, she's, she has crazy hairstyles, crazy everything. So she's just like unapologetically her. So yeah, that's super dope. And I feel like, that's what it means to be a powerhouse artist is just to be you the rule breaker award went to carol g how do you feel about carol g as an artist what are your thoughts on her thought i wasn't really familiar with carol g before tonight well i kind of was like once she started like performing and her it was time for her presentation i realized that i had known some of her songs but i didn't like she has this I don't even know if you can call it confidence because it's stronger than that, but it comes from a really genuine place. Like she seems very secure within herself and very strong willed. And I really like seeing that. And you can just see it in the way she spoke. You could see it in the way she chose, chose to perform her songs and the way she interacts with the, um, workers in her studio. I thought that was really inspiring. That's great. I, I do listen to Carol G a little bit. Um, I really like her. Um, her songs with Anuel were really good. Um, and I feel like she won this award because she breaks a lot of barriers. I think that it's not only about breaking rules, but um, the barriers that people set on others, she just broke those. What people expected her to accomplish, she pushed through and excelled. And I think that's why she won this award. Her her performance and just her being a Latino artist makes me want to listen to her just to get into different music because I could be DJing a different party for a different type of crowd, a Latino crowd, and her music could come in handy and it can also like, you know, introduce me to other Latino music. Interesting. The contrast between the red and blue was different and I really like the flowers. I think it was on her mic. Um that was an interesting choice. Yeah, and she embraces her Latino, yeah, her heritage. Like every artist is not the same. You know, they just have their own type of style, own type of music, just, you know, how they want to carry themselves. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's really hard to compare um, these women's performances because everyone has, like, a different way they want to um, represent themselves and 
show what they're doing and everyone has different techniques and all that stuff. So I feel like everyone did amazing in their own way, which is cool. Um, Phoebe Bridges earned the Trailblazers Award. And I also feel like it's someone that like pushes pushes through and um, leads the way for everyone else. Kind of like an example for everyone else and just inspiring people. This year, Sweetie earned the Game Changer Award. In what ways do you think Sweetie changed the game as an artist? Um, hmm. That's a, that's a good question. Um, I feel like she changed, she changed the game in a bunch of different ways. I think her, her genre, it's kind of like a hip hop pop. Um, I think she changes. She's not just one set voice. I feel like she does what she likes. You know what I mean? She doesn't have one set genre. And I think I really admire that when most artists just have like a set tone of voice that they go to when they're singing. I think she just goes with the flow and embraces what whatever comes out and I like that yeah totally I feel like she can go she can use different artists and features and so she's not just you know I don't feel like an artist has to change for her she can change for the artist or vice versa so like for her song that she went famous on tap in and then she came out with the song back to the streets with doja cat i wasn't expecting her to you know do that type of music and then it turned out really good so i feel like the reason why she got the game changer award is because she just you know she changes the game with her different flow and she she may not look like she could do a type of genre and then she pops out and does it i thought swedish performance was popping i thought she did exactly what she needed to do she had the dance moves her breath control was on point okay sweetie's another one that i've been watching for like (laughs) a long time so i've definitely seen the growth within her too so that was kind of like surreal to see her that was the first time i ever saw her in person and it was just amazing like her confidence has skyrocketed even more yeah her her performance was awesome i loved that i really did love that i think yeah, that's amazing. You you would never get tired of of her. It just it's something new all the time, and it keeps um, supporters like on their toes. What's what's she gonna do next? Which is which is fun and different. Seeing uh, the mother daughter duo between Saweetie and her mom was great to see. Like that she chose her mom to um, present the award to her is great, and it shows that her relationship with her family, you know, is really important to her, and that's good to see. We're learning more about her by doing that. All right, girls, we're going to take a quick break and get into our segment we like to call Beat of the Week. Hey, let's catch a vibe. This week's Beat of the Week comes from our GMP sister, Kay Did That. Hey, DJ Kay Did That. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Hey, guys, my name is Kay Did That from California, and the track you all are going to listen to is called Drill. All right, let's hear it.
I love that. That beat was so fire. Thank you. That was awesome Kay did that. Tell us about the track. What's the title and why'd you name it that? So um, I named it Drill because we were just pretty much playing um, when we did the winter program. And I just didn't really know what I wanted to do. So I just started putting stuff together and it started sounding more and more like Drill. And I couldn't really think of a name, so I just named it Drill. And <laughs> yeah, I was just playing around. See you, girls. That's good. That's good. If you could hear three artists on this track, like, who would it be? I feel like it would be Dusty Locaine, um, Fabio Foreign, or K Flock. That sounds good. Um, like I feel like that style that I chose is their type of style of music. Okay. Them together would be crazy. That'd be good. What techniques did you use to uh, make this beat? I used samples from soundtrack. And I was just really just playing around. Like, I just wanted to hear, because I'm not from New York, but I like their music. So I just wanted to see if I could make a, you know, a New York beat. That's pretty cool. Trying new things. I like that. Okay. Thank you so much, Kate, to that for stopping by and vibing with us on the GMB podcast as this episode's beat of the week. Where can listeners find you? You guys can find me on TikTok at underscore all about underscore K. Um, yeah. Awesome. Over here at GMB, we have Tiff Talks, where we share an educational tip and trick to help you create better music that we have learned over the years from our GMB founder, certified engineer, artist, and producer, Miss Tiffany Miranda. Today's tip talk is using the echo out effect when DJing. This effect is really great because it's a smooth way to transition from different songs and it allows the listeners to finish up the song and hear the other song slowly come in. I feel like it's a way for them to expect the new song to come or they might not expect something to come. It might be like, oh, the song's over and then pops up with a new song. Boom. They're not expecting it. <laughs> yeah, I use Echo out all the time, and it's a great tool for me. The crowd loves it. Totally. Hey, have you all checked out our Girls Make Beats feature her Spotify playlist yet? Well, if not, you definitely should. What female artist and song would you like to add to our playlist? I would like to add Closer by Sweetie. I really like that song. I listen to it. I listen to it in the shower and sing to it. It's my go-to song. <laughs> What song would you like to add? I would like to add What a Life by um, Janae Aiko. It's a good one. Um, I feel like it's a very like empowering song for women or young girls. I like that. Let's get back into this award show. Her won the Impact Award. How do you feel about her winning the Impact Award? I already went to the Her concert in July of last year. So to see her in person again, performing and doing her thing, that was also really cool. So many amazing names were there, and I was just happy to be there myself. Um, I feel like I totally think she should have won the award because she's she has made a big impact on a lot of girls. I mean, she's super dope. She sings. She plays instruments. She's just, like, very angelic when she sings and calming and I feel like it's super dope. She can play multiple instruments. Yeah, I really like her music. I think a lot of the time my playlist is filled with a lot of hip hop and and other stuff. And it's great to listen to her just to take a deep breath and listen to something slow. Um, and yeah, especially her older songs. I feel like 
they're more calming but she has a lot of good songs mm. i feel like just listening to her voice is very like you know i don't know soothing i think it's really awesome that she plays instruments a lot of young kids aren't as into instruments and i think that's a great tool to get to learn you know how to produce and become a dj that's a great start if you wanted your music to make an impact you know what would you do to your music um i would probably do what a lot of women you know or girls listen to but then i would put a twist to it like make it more encouraging like I don't know. Yeah, make it more encouraging, make it fun, you know, easy, catchy, about nice things, you know, stuff that you would want to like, like say for instance, stuff you would like, want to like about yourself and then make it into a song. What about you? Um, With my music, um, any impact that I can, honestly, I hope when people listen, it provides them with a sense of joy and freedom that's something I always say because I love when I like hear the song and I could just like dance to it for hours and never get tired of it and it's just something that feels so good so I just hope ultimately I can make people feel good I like that having a positive twist to it a lot of music nowadays is not the best (laughs) with the um with the content and I think um there's a lot of other positive things we can focus on and I think that would be great to um, yeah, just focus on the good. One of the biggest awards goes to Olivia Rodrigo. She got Woman of the Year Award. Last year, she was nominated in seven categories at the 64th Annual Grammy Awards. Olivia really seems to do it all. Like, that's awesome to balance acting, singing, and songwriting. Yeah, I think it's so cool that just everything that Olivia is doing, especially because she's so close to my age, like, she's only like a year and a half older than me so to see her making all these huge accomplishments and going after what it is that she wants and it's also um something so cool to see that it's how to explain it's like you could tell that she didn't expect her work to become this big she was just doing it from a genuine place out of just genuine love and passion for music and so for it to become this big and for her to already be able to help so many people right now I think it's something really amazing and she definitely is like taking over I think it's the coolest thing Time named her the 2021 Entertainer of the Year and Billboard named her Woman of the Year in 2022, making her the first Asian American artist to be honored. Olivia is an actress, singer, and songwriter. I was going to say, like, her songs were really popular in TikTok, like um, Trader, Driver's License. Um, and yeah, people really enjoy that album, Sour. It was amazing. Yeah, I feel like. Um, I don't really listen to any of her music, but I do remember her being an artist. I mean, being an actress. So that's like, it already gives her like um, a platform for her music. So I feel like she totally deserves it. Like her, especially just her being an artist in general, not even just being a songwriter or a singer, but her being an actress and little girls looking up to her, wanting to be her. I feel like that's super dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, originally she was just an actor and she would write songs for fun. And to see her go after her dream and achieve all of this, achieving Women of the Year Award after um, just writing songs for fun, that's really cool to see. So that 
shows that anybody can accomplish anything if you put your mind to it. What does an icon mean to you? To me, an icon means somebody that represents a group of people and is just up to date with, you know, the trends and all that stuff. Um, yeah. What about you? What do you think an icon is? I feel like an icon is somebody you can look up to that um, is a big role model for other girls or just people in general. Um, I just feel like they just, it makes you want to be like them. You want to look up to them. You probably want to do the same things they do. Just them being very influential. Mm. Do you have an icon? Ooh. Um... There's so many amazing people. I don't know. I don't think I could pick just one. Do you? Um, I've been liking Nicki Minaj since I was since like forever, and I feel like she's just very like inspirational. Okay, okay. Well, speaking of icons, the Icon of the Year award went to Bonnie Raitt. She's an American blues singer, guitarist, songwriter, and activist. She's received ten Grammys as well as a Grammy Lifetime Achievement Award. She's listed as number 50 in the Rolling Stones list of 100 greatest singers of all times and number 89 on the magazine's list of 100 greatest guitarists of all time. Judging by like her speech though and her presentation, she's definitely a powerhouse too. Um, very confident, very strong, like very inspiring. And I feel like a lot of young girls can learn a lot from her and look up to her. She's very tough. She gets what she wants and she doesn't take crap from anyone. Like I can just tell that just from those 45 seconds to a minute that she was speaking. And I thought it was really inspiring. Yeah. She's definitely an icon. Um, she, like we were just talking about, um, instruments with her. I feel like having the advantage of being able to play your own instrument and going acapella is like super dope as itself. So for her receiving 10 Grammys is like out of this world. Like I can't imagine. I don't know people that have won two Grammys. For her to win 10 is like super dope. Especially being number 50 in the Rolling Stones list of 100 greatest singers of all time. That's really huge. We're talking about so many artists from the beginning of time of music. So that's really great to see that there's a woman up there. Uh, representing us and to be able to inspire younger girls that they can be on that list too. It's great. Did you know Executive of the Year went to Golanar Korashihi, founded Reservoir? Reservoir is the only U.S.-based publicly traded independent music company. In 2021, Reservoir Media acquired Tommy Boy Records for a reported $100 million dollars. Reservoir has since earned the Publisher of the Year Award at Music Business Worldwide's the A&R Awards in 2017 and 2019. And Golnar earned the Executive of the Year at the Billboard Women in Music Awards. Acquiring a company as large as Tommy Boy Records for $100 million is huge. I've known about Reservoir, but I never knew like it was, you know, founded by a woman. I would have thought it was founded by men. That's how, like, crazy it is reading this and learning about her being the founder of it. Yeah, that's really, really dope. Um, her being a founder means that she has that high position up there to make decisions that affect young girls, well, everyone, especially young girls, and we just have that that advantage because she's there, so she can, you know, speak for all of us and 
That's really cool. So let's recap. What was your favorite part of the show? Um, my favorite part of the show, I think it would have to be, that's hard. Um, I like everybody's. I would probably say Sweetie, because like her outfit and everything, and then her speech. I feel like, yeah, it would have to be Sweetie. Sweetie's really stuck out to me, because she's like our generation, and she's super big, and she's so like inspiring, so inspiring, like especially with her speech, like everything about her performance is just so dope to me. I definitely agree. Sweetie's speech in particular and to be more specific, when she said, I would rather keep changing rather than report it, that really stuck with me. And that was my favorite part of the show. But I just want to, you know, acknowledge that all the women did a great job, an amazing job. Um, just being in the room inspired me, but also being so close. Like, I don't know, something about like sitting so close and seeing them seeing them on the big screen especially like looking at mostly women of color I was able to see myself in all of them so it was almost like I was watching myself perform on that stage so that was really moving and inspiring to me yeah that's so dope and seeing how they were all like supporting each other when everyone was giving their speech they were all mentioning like women that inspired them and how proud they were of all the other women in the room and how everyone was clapping for each other like moments like that it felt like a very strong community right there that was inspiring it felt very genuine um, one thing to highlight is that the world of women and Billboard teaming up to create an exclusive NFT drop in honor of the Billboard <laughs> Women in Music. What's an NFT? An NFT is a digital asset that represents real-world objects like art, music, in-game items, and videos. They are bought and sold online, frequently with cryptocurrency, and they are generally encoded with the same underlying software as many crypto. It is the new way of buying digital art and getting fans involved in owning your work. Wow, that's so cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, and the series of NFTs feature WOW founder Sam Karkai's portraits of music icons Christina Aguilera, Madonna, and Mariah Carey, gracing the covers of Billboard. The NFTs were dropped during the 2022 Billboard Women in Music event and Summit. Have you seen any of the NFTs? They look really dope. Which is your favorite? The NFT I liked the most was the Christina Aguilera one. I thought it was cute. I thought it was designed very well. And yeah. They are really dope. And um, one of my favorites would have to be either Mariah Carey or Christina Aguilera. What about you? I agree. I really like the Christina Aguilera one. The art is just beyond beautiful. It's amazing. Women in tech and music is a fast-growing industry. I can't wait to see what comes from this in the near future. Yeah, with all the inspiration that's going on, all these young girls are going to keep accomplishing more and more. And that's exciting. I can't wait to see what the world becomes, you know, with us getting older and discovering more and more opportunities, especially with programs like Girls Make Beats. Mm -hmm. There's going to be more and more programs like these, and we're just going to keep expanding. Um, we had such a great time recapping and honoring all of our Billboard women in music. And it was so awesome being able to go to the show and see all the inspiring acts and speeches 
and I'm so happy I was able to go. So thank you to Miss Tiff, Miss Wit, and Stitches, and the whole GMB fam. Most definitely. I enjoyed doing this today. Your energy is everything. And thank you so much for gracing, blessing our ears with your amazing beats. Um, that was awesome. You killed that. Please thank keep doing what you do. You're amazing. Well, we want to thank you all for listening today. We had so much fun. This is Kay Did That on TikTok at allabout underscore K. This is MacBeats. Check me out on IG at MacBeats.official. Hey, once again, this is DJ Blue, and you can find me on Instagram at created by Soraya. Thank you all for joining us on this episode of the Girls Make Beats podcast. Make sure to check out our Spotify feature, her playlist for all the girl powered vibes. Along with our GMB blog, highest corner on our website, www.girlsmakebeats.org. Oh yeah, and be sure to stay up to date with all things GMB by following us on all social media platforms at Girls Make Beats.